Hello, and welcome back to Heal, Love, and Grow with Hasina. After an extended winter break, we're back with more of Season 2 and the stories you love. I want to firstly thank each and every one of my listeners for your love and support. Without it, we wouldn't be here today. Secondly, I want to thank the many individuals who've reached out via our social media pages on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook at Heal, Love, and Grow with Hasina. Your stories have truly touched my heart. As we move into a new year after spending time with loved ones, I thought it would be only fitting to lead with a topic on family. To me, family is anyone you let into your inner circle. They're the ones that you can count on and vice versa. Yes, they can be the obnoxious relatives you cringe seeing or the ones that always need to be center of attention. But each of them brings a valuable gift. So in this episode, let's explore these relationships and find ways to build your family relations with whomever you consider family. I grew up as the youngest in a family of six. We were bigger than the average American family, but small for a South Asian family. We did everything together, mainly because we were forced to by our parents. Like my sister, who is five years my senior, had to take me to an erasure concert, otherwise she couldn't go. I'm sure she resented me for being her tag-along, which is why at the turn of 18, she packed her bags and fled the country. That left me growing up with my two older brothers. And since there was no mercy on me for being a girl, I grew up a fighter. My brothers would threaten to stick me on their enemies, a role I happily played to protect my pact. As we became adults, I was the go-to for any club in the city of Toronto. I knew most bouncers at the major hotspots. That was, of course, until I got pregnant and my clubbing days came to a halt. Our sibling bond changed and we grew apart. My anger had a lot to do with our separation. Now, my siblings weren't perfect by any means, but the one thing I learned as time passed and I missed the bonds I would see with my friends and their siblings or parents was that you can't change anyone else. You can only change how you react. You have the power within you to manage your reactions to every person you come in contact with. So why lose that control by flying off the handle? Wow, was that a lesson for me? Biting my tongue and picking and choosing my battles? That was a foreign concept, especially as I was the one that wanted to be a lawyer and I could argue like one, even as a child. When I was starting my training in family law mediation, I took classes on conflict management. They're classes that I recommend to anyone that deals with others. The skills were transferable and even the foundation of many great books like How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. Look, we all have those family members that are toxic and weigh us down. You know, the ones that have to make everything about them or seek attention at every opportunity. We can't change them and limiting time around those is wise. But what if you come from a background like mine, where you can't ignore your elders? 
where you're stuck at those family gatherings, what do you do then? That is where changing the way you view them has worked for me. It has allowed me to be around these family members for extended periods of time without losing my cool. Each of us has been faced with this scenario, whether in a friend group, family, or maybe even at work. Put aside your ego, your need to correct or challenge this person, and see that they are in need so desperately to be accepted that they're looking to you, someone they seek approval and attention from, to fill a void in their lives. When you see it that way, you almost feel sorry for them. And for me, it has gotten me through many gatherings with my head held high. Now, there are some people who may not have family or may want to increase their familial relations. My advice, based again on my own experience, is to have good familial relations, you need to model that of what you want in others. We've all heard the cliches, be who you want others to be in your life. Well, it's true. I've been blessed that not only do I have a family I love and adore, I have an extended family of close friends that I treat just as my own. We do family dinners together and call each other about everything and celebrate triumphs together and mourn losses together. I even have a few who just randomly drop off food just because. That, to me, is family. But it wasn't always this way. See, for me, it took getting shaken up by cancer to wake me up. I had an acquaintance show up to my house and help my daughter and I. She's now one of my best friends, and we are there for each other through thick and thin. It really does take a village to raise a child, especially when you're a single mother. Her kindness is one that I try to mirror in all of my relationships. Now, I'm not wishing cancer or this lesson to be the reason for a change in you or anyone. So take my advice. Be the friend that calls to check in. Spend quality time with loved ones and celebrate their victories. Be there through tough times. You'll be amazed at how much more love grows into your life. Building a family isn't as hard as it sounds. Forgiveness for the small things is also vital. I'm not suggesting letting someone into your life that has caused physical, emotional, or mental harm, but forgiving for words said in anger and letting go of the past are key elements for moving forward to a harmonious future for everyone. A simple, meaningful, I'm sorry, is worth more than its weight in gold. And then there is love. Be love, show love, and be open to receiving that love from others around you. For with love, all things grow. I'm thankful for the changes within me over the years as it has given my daughter and I a family I know she loves and can count on for support that are blood-related and made up from the love of those who once were strangers. There was a time last summer where my daughter had COVID and I was out of the country with COVID. 
The amount of people that showed up bringing food and checking in on her was overwhelming. This holiday season, I was blessed again to spend quality time with most of my family. I even spent time with my sister last year, and she loved that I was her tag-along. A feeling of appreciation and gratitude filled me like a warm cup of cocoa on a cold winter's night. It was the greatest gift we gave each other this season. It is what I wish for each of you with whomever you consider family. There will always be the crazy uncle that comes in having one too many or the aunt that needs to give her opinion on everything. I have a few of those in my family. But they're also the first ones there at every celebration and every challenge in life. And I've learned to love them all for who they are. Changing our perspective and choosing our battles wisely can reap many rewards. Having a family, blood-related or not, can truly lead to much happiness in our lives and those around us. Trust me, I'm living proof of it. So may your bonds with your family be plentiful and joyful, whether it's blood-related or not. And until next time, thank you for joining me on Heal, Love & Grow with Hasina. And don't forget to check out our social media pages on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Heal, Love & Grow with Hasina.